quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Are you living below your means currently? Are you going to be able to put aside the money required to continue buying rentals and to take care of those rentals when there are significant expenses? Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Slocum Reed and today I'm bringing you another solo show. It's not a bonus operations episode. It's more about mindset and it's more geared towards newer investors. Whether you've started building a portfolio or not, you've gotten actively involved, if you're considering what strategies make the most sense for you right now when it comes to investing, the topic today is three questions you need to ask yourself before investing for the long term, the buy and hold strategy. The biggest advantage to buy and hold investing is that it compounds over time. There are a lot of ways to explain this. One of them is that people often start with a single family rental and then move to a fourplex or a duplex and then a fourplex and then they get into an eight or 12 unit and scale up from there. Even if you're just buying one single family rental each year for 20 years, after 20 years, you'll have 20 single family rentals and there will be some significant income coming from those, not to mention appreciation, debt pay down potential. The thing about the compounding nature of long-term investing is that the results in the short term at the beginning are minimal. I know a lot of people who get into real estate for the advantages of buy and hold investing, but frankly, they're looking for returns faster than buy and hold investing is designed to offer. And to be frank, I was one of these people. Almost 300 times now, I've asked a guest on this podcast what the biggest mistake that they've made was and what the best ever lesson is that resulted from it. Well, one of my biggest mistakes was doubling down on buy and hold at long-term investing before I answered for myself these three questions. If I had answered these three questions that I'm about to pose to you now, my investing would have been different the last few years. That being said, here are the three questions. Keep in mind that these are questions you should be asking yourself, meaning that the answers are obviously very subjective. This has nothing to do with comparing yourself to anyone else, only comparing yourself to your own goals, the lifestyle and the finances that you want to have. Question number one, do you make enough money? Again, it's not up to anyone but you to decide what enough money means, but you don't want to be turning to long-term hold investing for the sake of improving your income now. Yes, there should be positive cash flow from your investments if you're investing for cash flow. However, there's a lot of variability, especially when a portfolio is small. When you're first starting out, it's possible that a negative consequence comes up, a heating system or a roof needs to be replaced. You end up with considerably more vacancy or you don't realize that 
you're inheriting a tenant base that is incapable of paying the rent and they're all going to be out of there, whether you have to evict them or not within the first few months of your ownership of a property. Those kinds of things take a financial toll and it takes a while to recover the money that you've invested when you're first starting out. Again, if you have a long horizon, if you're investing in these properties now for what they should be doing for you 5, 10, 15 years from now, those are just speed bumps along the way. But don't focus on buy and hold investing for short-term cash flow. Do you make enough money now? If the answer is yes, and you're happy with your income where it currently is, and you're looking to invest for the long term, buy and hold investing may be the right choice for you. Question number two, do you enjoy what you do professionally? The reason I think this question is so important is because of the long horizon, again, of buy and hold investing. It's not designed to get you out of your career and into real estate investing full time in the short term. If that is a priority for you, being able to get out of your current career or have a significant increase in your income, a significant change in your lifestyle and what your day-to-day looks like, there are other ways to invest in real estate that can have a greater impact on your time and your money in the short term. It's probably not buy and hold. But if you enjoy what you do professionally, you want to still be doing it five to 10 years from now, then buy and hold investing is a good stable, not necessarily passive or not always passive, but minimal time commitment way to deploy your capital for long-term growth, for that compounding effect. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Deciding how to invest your capital is more challenging than ever. That's why it's never been more important to partner with a company with a solid track record and that has thrived through various economic cycles. Companies like BAM Capital. BAM Capital is a trusted multifamily syndicator that has delivered a historical average of over 35% IRR with an average hold period of three and a half years. BAM Capital has never missed a preferred payment, never lost an LP's investment, and never called capital past the subscription amount. BAM Capital is currently raising capital for a fund designed for accredited investors targeting a 15 to 20% IRR and a 2 to 2.5x equity multiple to its investors over a three to five year hold period. If you're an accredited investor and you want to learn more about multifamily investment opportunities with BAM Capital, visit capital.thebamcompanies.com. Again, that's capital.thebamcompanies.com. And question number three, do you live below your means? The reason this question is here is not just because you need to have investable capital, you need to be saving money in order to deploy into buy and hold real estate, but also, are you in the position to handle adverse financial circumstances when they arise? Something like a heating system or a roof going out well before it's expected, or a capital call in a syndication in which you invested where something likely unforeseeable has come up. And in order to keep the deal afloat, they need an influx of capital. Are you living below your means such that you'll be able to provide for your long-term investments when they experience short-term variability? I personally was attracted to the allure of buy and hold real estate in part because my first real estate investment was a house hack. My wife's and my starter home was a four family in a trendy neighborhood of Cincinnati that we bought on an FHA loan with three and a half percent down. 
And I thought that was taking me on the trajectory of being more of a landlord full time. We're talking 2014, 2015 right now. So several years ago, and this isn't necessarily the right way to put this, but I fell for the narrative of the tax advantages of buy and hold real estate at a time when I didn't really have significant income outside of real estate. I was a full-time professional youth minister. That's not a career that you get into for the high income earning potential. And as a professional youth minister whose wife was working full-time in the nonprofit sector as well, I don't know that I could have very confidently answered yes to any of the three questions. Was I making what I felt to be enough money? Did I enjoy what I was doing professionally? Yes, but I didn't see it as a long-term career. And were we living below our means? Not all that much, considering that there wasn't all that much income coming in. It wasn't until I got into real estate investing that our income started to outpace our expenses. The advice that I would give 2014, 2013 Slocum, go ahead and get that house hack. It's a fantastic financial move. But after that, if I did feel compelled to get into real estate full time, I would have told myself to focus on more transactional investing, things that would have led to higher income in the shorter term, that would have put more money in the bank and created that yes answer to each of these questions. Finding something within real estate that I enjoyed that was high income earning that allowed me to save money, live below my means, have deployable capital, and also have capital in reserves for issues when they arise, and make significantly more money doing what I was doing in real estate so that my lifestyle would not need to be sustained in the short term by my long-term hold investments. Naturally, there are more stories here that I can get into in one solo show for you listeners And I'm very happy to have the cash flowing portfolio that I have now. But this kind of thinking came to me later than I would have hoped or that I would have expected. And I end up talking a lot of people nowadays out of long-term buy and hold real estate investing because it's not going to align with their goals. They're looking for a career change or they're looking to create significant sources of income in the short term that would be much more likely accomplished by other investing activities or other entrepreneurial activities. And these are effectively the three questions that I've started asking people when they ask me about getting into real estate or they come to me for advice or they come to me for the services that I now provide for real estate investors in Cincinnati. Are you making enough money right now? Are you happy with your income currently? Because buy and hold investing is not going to make a big difference in the short term. Do you enjoy what you do professionally? Or are you coming to real estate for a career change? If you're coming to this for a career change, then there are faster ways to make that happen than just buying rental properties. And third, are you living below your means currently? Are you going to be able to put aside the money required to continue buying rentals and to take care of those rentals when there are significant expenses? Best ever listeners, thank you for tuning in for this solo show. If you've gained value from this conversation about whether or not to invest in long-term buy and holds, please do subscribe to our show. Leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend as well. Thank you and have a best ever day. 
Hi, Best Ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and Best Ever content? Well, if so, join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the Best Ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.